Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. Welcome back. We are back with No Greater Love Podcast. Oh, wow. We're celebrating today. Celebrating life, celebrating health, love, the whole thing. We're celebrating it all. And if you're listening right now and you're going through something and you haven't gotten there yet to celebrate, celebrate before it happens. Come on. I think that is the best way to get to a place of peace is when you celebrate before you see the result, right? Um, And when you do that, you know that you've already defeated anything, any principality, any enemy that would try to come against you to destroy you. If you're celebrating before it happens, man, you've got all the control in the world God has given you, all right? So um, just welcome. I welcome you guys back. We are in season two, episode two of No Greater Love. I mean, what can I say? Like, this has been a journey um, to be able to see how far we've all come in this podcast and the fact that we have remained and I keep saying we y'all because y'all know this is us this is us doing this and the fact that we've remained consistent in you know kind of spreading the message of you know what we're going through and what God you know what role God plays in our lives and what you know how we should be focusing ourselves and you know just regular just making sure we you know stay connected and we have God with us at all times um you know what this podcast is about this is just about us touching base on real life issues that we've gone through and empowering one another to be the greatest version of ourselves through the powerful command of a thing called l-o-v-e that's love love all right it's it's not too many things you can accomplish in this life without love so if you're if you got a made-up mind in your head that you're gonna walk through and just be like it's whatever without that love in your heart come on try again you're just gonna lose every time um certain things certain situations in life will try to sap all the love out of us You know, especially when you feel underappreciated, especially when you don't get a thank you or you don't get any acknowledgement for the good that you do. But just remember, like, even if you don't get a thank you, you don't get, you know, regular appreciation from the people around you that you do well or do good for. Just remember, there is a God above that sees all things. And when you do things out of a genuine heart, I believe at least, if you had a genuine heart and you're doing some kindness or treating people with respect or you, whatever it is that you're doing that that in turn is spreading love across the universe, the world, the states, let me tell you something. I'm a witness. There is a guaranteed blessing behind that. I think we're, you know, we get discouraged sometimes. We go through we go through our daily routine and it's like, oh, what a thankless, thankless job, right? Because you're dealing with 
um, chill, you may be dealing with children and, you know, kids forget to say thank you and you, or maybe you have a spouse that is not showing you all the affection you think you deserve, or is just kind of ignoring your, even in your relationship, if you're dating and you just don't feel the connection there or whatever, but just know that do not be weary in well-doing. And that's, and that's a word from the Bible, actually. But it tells you not to, just, not, not to just get frustrated with doing the good and doing the right thing. Because ultimately, God is in control. And there is a blessing to come at the end for those who genuinely, genuinely seek him in terms of reaching out to others in term of in love i mean in terms of you know just helping people in need in terms of being an ear to listen to in terms of you know there are so many sick so many diseased so many people lost out there that just need a listening ear that just need some someone that cares to reach out i i, I remember a place that i had went um to visit and um i was it was a it was a church that i went to visit one time i'm not going to say the name of the church obviously <laughs> so that um i put them out there you know by all means i pray all has worked out in that area but um i went to go visit a church and when i went there you know it, you know i went to walk in and the people seemed friendly. They seemed really, really nice and um, just genuine from what I could see. You know, I walked in, they're smiling. And um, to me, I was like, wow, this this church is dope. Everybody's smiling. Everybody's cheesing. You know, like, hi, how are you? You get people walking up to you. Welcome, 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 right? So you come in and you hear this, um, you know, you hear the sermon and you you know, you're hearing all of these things and you're, you know, you're kind of, and, and I came alone. I didn't have anyone with me. I wasn't, this church wasn't referred to me by anyone. I decided to just kind of walk in. I knew that this was a Christian church and these people loved God and whatnot. So um, I said, okay, you know, they're followers of Christ. Let me, let me walk in there. We got the same understanding. Walk into this church after services over you know these people are so friendly hey have a great day all right give or take i thought it was a great experience two weeks later i decide hey let me come back here again because i thought these people were friendly and you know and i and, and and you know coming looking at it now i mean they they still are like i'm sure but i found that something was really weird like upon the first visit um you know, I had, you know, whenever you're a new person walking through the door, they already assigned someone to you to take your number down and text you and ask you to return and all that. And, you know, I thought that was like, okay, that's what's up. Um, But then, I, you know, the same person, I, I came to know this person. I'm, you know, I'm all like, oh, my God, I have a partner that cares, is reaching out to me. But under a different atmosphere, so here I am walking. We're not in church. This is not a, a Sunday service day. But I happened to run into the same person that was talking to me about, you know, not 
you know, in the sanctuary, was giving me advice, was giving me, you know, taking my number down, telling me to come back, and, you know, introducing herself to my children, you know, just, just things like that, like that was going on when I went back over there. But under a different atmosphere, outside of the church, at a different location, I had um, location, I should say, I walked into a restaurant, I saw the same person. Can y'all believe she literally saw me, recognized me, looked at me, turned her head and didn't say a word? Yeah, yeah, so for me, I find that to be a problem because like, what is the, like the whole church house thing is for us to enter into communion with one another. And what I mean by that, for those of you who don't understand, is that you're going inside of a sanctuary and you, you, you're getting, everyone has the same goal. They love God. They're trying to be better versions of themselves. They're struggling. Everyone has shortcomings. No one's perfect. Um, you know, the ideology that uh, church folks are the perfect folks is a lie. Let me tell you that right now. But you're walking in, clearly you have the same goal in mind. So you're um, assuming that, you know, you can have a conversation with these, you know, with, with one another. You can connect with one another because we all have the same goal in mind. Yet, unfortunately, in this day and age, we still have people walking into a church house putting on a show as Christians and as people of God, as people that love. But when it's time to really show who you are outside of church, it's not there. It's not there. And that's the part that saddens me because where we need connection, and when I say we, I'm talking about the people that go through, the people are broken, the people that are struggling, or people that need to hear from God, we need that outside of church, not in the sanctuary. Like in the sanctuary, of course, it's, it's, it's natural that, you know, everybody's coming in, everybody's praying together, everybody's reading. But if you can't be that person outside of church, and I'm not saying you're going to be perfect, you're going to have a bad day here and there, you might be, but the goal, let me just say that the goal for all of us who are Christian leading people um, people that desire to know a a relationship with God, b desire to make a change in the world, c that desire more than just the natural things that the, you know the world provides, that desire that close relationship with God. The, all of us, there should be something in us that when we step out of the formality of say the workplace, the church, the, we should be able to connect with people with a genuine heart. Now I know the world is cold and people out here are heartless. It's some heartless people out here, y'all. And I've seen it with my eyes. However, that should not affect who you are as a person. Cause that's, I mean, for me, I have good days, I have bad days. Things are not always perfect. But I promise I, to not ever, I try to make a commitment to not ever deflect anything that I'm going through personally on someone who has nothing to do with my trial. They don't deserve it. So if you're walking out around and you're supposed to be this, you know, Christian leader in a church house, 
but yet you get outside or you go to the supermarket or you're giving someone a ride or you know whatever and you can't smile at somebody or you can't talk with love like what are you doing stop wasting your time like stop going it's a waste of time if you can't forgive and i know forgiveness can be hard for those of us that have gone through something real deep you know if you're going through things and there's a struggle forgiveness is not an easy thing i'm not gonna sit up here and act like it is but you gotta go you gotta put every your best foot forward every effort to just you know what i'm saying try to take the steps to forgive because if not what are you doing you're wasting your time like we are wasting our time walking into church houses claiming we love the lord and then when it's time to really show that love outside of church man we walk right by each other like the other person doesn't exist we're so focused on our own family our own situations that we forget the purpose of why we are here is to help change something about this world something about this world needed to be changed and god put us here to do it but see we're so caught up in our own thing well look i gotta get this i gotta make this i have to manifest this i have to do this i gotta this this is my family this is me 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 my kids my kids my husband my husband my wife my wife and we forget we forget the people out there that need a word that just that need just any some level of encouragement that just need a are you okay how you feeling today is everything good and not realizing by just saying that little thing you've now breathed life with god as your help you've given life god has used you god has used you to give life to someone who was probably drowning in their own hurt sorrow sadness you know it's just so much going on in the world to be so caught up with just your own self like it's sad it's sad of what this world has become but honestly um <laughs> can you believe that wasn't what i was supposed to be talking about today <laughs> no i don't know why we went in that direction but maybe someone needed to hear that today okay now it's trying to remember what in the world was today's topic about yes it was it was supposed to be about when everything is stripped away what's the what happens what happens when god strips everything when everything and when i say god strips everything meaning we had a discussion about what what is god trying to say when i had a discussion with my family members about what is god trying to say when we're in a situation and things that we used to once rely things people situations job whether it's a job car they used to once rely on have been stripped away because you're sitting here thinking in your mind well i pray i go you know i i'm doing the right thing as i'm not perfect because none of us are but you're sitting here thinking that you're doing everything right. You're trying your best to live right and do the right thing, yet you're losing everything around you. It's like everything is slipping between your hands. 
every effort that you make to try to get back on top and you, you just keep finding yourself sliding back down and things and situations around you seem to be falling apart and you're trying to figure out how in the world is this supposed to make me a okay maybe a better christian or how in the world is this scenario supposed to show me that god loves me how is this scenario supposed to show me that i'm on the right track in terms of my spiritual walk or whatever it is um so there's an answer to that the answer to that is that um in a period i'll just give you for example my own life um in a period of time that i was in there was a scenario in where it just seemed like everything was being taken away all at once um you know the loss of a spouse the loss of a family member the loss of you know a place you call home the loss of it's so many things that would happen at once and you start to question god like why would you do this in a time where i'm so vulnerable and so hurt and so in need of your love and your grace and so in need of some sort of victory because it's like one thing after another you know in the time where you know a family member is ill or you know and things like that and you're wondering god why would you allow things like that to take place for certain people for us you know specifically for me because at that time that you know that's what i was dealing with and it, it it took a while to figure out like what like why god do you not love me you start questioning does god even love you at this point like does god even pay is god even listening to you at this point because everything everything that that you you once thought was your lifeline or, or, or you were connected to all of a sudden you've lost all of these things you've lost everything and then here it is so the answer to that is the purpose of the stripping of everything and everyone or every situation if you find yourself standing and looking around and everything seems to be lost around you and and maybe you've gotten to the point of isolation where there's no one there seemingly seemingly i'm gonna say because god always will send someone but there's seemingly no one there to kind of help you along this road that you're on it just seems like you're just doing it all alone well i'm here to tell you that the purpose god has a purpose and a plan for everything nothing isn't by accident i'm here to tell you that um, for those of you who, who don't get a chance to read your word, read Judges chapter 7. Well, actually go back to chapter 6. Judges chapter 6 and 7 in the Bible. And if you can read those two, you'll, they'll talk about a war that took place. That Gideon, there's a, a man named Gideon who uh, had a, there was a war and just giving you the short version of it basically gideon was stripped of his army and about 75 percent of his army god removed to go against another army and where the army was so huge 
they describe it as like locusts in a field, <laughs> all right? Taking over like a bunch of people. That's how many people were up against Gideon and his little troops of, I want to say it was like, what, 300? Compared to an army, thousands, so much it filled all over the earth. Now, Gideon didn't start off with 300. He had a, a lot more soldiers, but God removed them. God removed the soldiers. He uh, went through a, a little pruning process and told Gideon, I'm taking these away. I'm taking these people away. These people can go home. And if you're there, you're like wondering, why, God, would you do that? Why would you bring me up against a vast army or put me in a situation in today's terms, put me in a situation that I can never in the natural sense win against. Well, if you read it, it'll show you why God did what he did. He made sure to let us know that, or let him know too, in the word, that his reasoning for removing so many people, so many soldiers from Gideon's army is because he wanted the glory to go to him. He wanted to make sure that when Gideon won, and uh, spoiler alert, Gideon did win, <laughs> he wanted everyone to know that it was God that won that war through Gideon. And that it wasn't Gideon and his mighty soldiers who cast down the opposing army. So what does that say to us? It says to us that sometimes God will strip everything away. And the purpose and the reasoning why he'll strip everything away is so that when we win, and let me give you another spoiler alert. If you stay close, we will win. When we win, we will be able to tell everyone. And it, we won't even have to tell anyone. Actually, we will, because when they say how, the only answer will need to be, God did that. wasn't me. God did that. So for all the doubters and the ones that's like, no, there's no way. You had to have had some sort of this and some sort of that. You had to have spoken to someone to get that position. You had to have, you had, to have had this amount of money to purchase this. You had to have had. And at the end of the day, we'll be able to say, God did that. Okay, so for you guys, just keep um, this um, scripture in mind. It's Romans 8 and 28, and it says, And we will know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. All right? So no matter what it looks like, remember this. All things work together for our good when we love God, for those of us who love God, all right? So be encouraged today. I love you all. Have a great and wonderful week. Bye.